Welcome to The Week to Come with Astrid and Kay, where we will be discussing cultural and business happenings in Scandinavia. Welcome to another week of The Week to Come. This week we are going to do a slightly different talk. Summer holiday is about to hit, about to start in Denmark, Norway and Sweden. Usually in our countries, uh, summer holiday is most often the full full length of July. And we will also be taking a summer holiday in uh, July. So there will be no uh, week to come podcast in that time frame, but we will be back in August. That's right. So uh, so this episode is not just covering the last week of June, but we're also going to be looking forward to some of the events that are coming uh, during July. Because even though it's the holidays, there are still things going on and there are still things to talk about. And one of those things is the Swedish political week. We had the Danish political week uh, two weeks ago. Now it's the Swedes' turn. And it's something that is called Almadalsveckan. Yeah. And the reason it's called that is because, quite simply, it's held in Almadalen, which is a big uh, park area in Visby on the island of Gotland, the Swedish island of Gotland. And uh, very similar to what happens in Denmark is all the political groups um, uh, assemble there and there are seminars and uh, a chance for the public to meet the politicians, to discuss and lots of debates and things going on. Ordinary people can come there, yeah, just like we talked about that they can do in the Danish one. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the sort of Scandinavian approach, I think. It's free mm. entry for anyone who can get there. And uh, it's a week long. So what happens in the, in the Swedish one is that every political party gets a day that is their day in particular, even mm. though everyone is there. Mm. Um, normally there were only seven parties, but since the development of other parties is now eight days long, So this is why it's running from the 1st to the 8th of July. Mm. And it's not all uh, work. It's not all um, serious discussion. There is also opportunity to have fun. There's cultural things happening. A lot of the politicians are seen letting their hair down and behaving (laughs) quite differently to how they're normally sort of presented um, by the media. So uh, it's it's a time when there's a lot of discussion in in Sweden. And particularly this year, There's two special things about this year. First Mm. of all, this year is an election year. So there will be a general election in Sweden uh, on the 9th of September. Yeah. So there's a lot uh, of hot topics that are obviously very much in focus. They will be performing at their very best. At their very best, exactly. Um, Also, this year it marks 50 years since the first Almadalsveckan. And that is actually uh, since Olaf Palma who was a Swedish uh, prime minister back in 1968, uh, led a spontaneous uh, speech and meeting in Almadalen, uh, which from that moment led to the Almadalsveckan that we see today. Yeah. So that's happening uh, at the beginning of uh, July. It's very interesting. Um, another thing that's happening in July is, of course, if you missed it, the World Cup is on. The World Cup. <laughs> And it's just going, yeah, it's going ahead and there's a lot of focus on it. It started on the 14th of June and on Sunday, the 15th of July, will be the the very uh, final. And it will be interesting to see who will win. It will indeed. No Italy this year. So I'm sure a lot of people are interested to see just who's going to be in the final to begin with. I th- I'm sure there will be a lot of interest indeed, yeah. 
Another interesting thing that's happening is the 4th of July, the Nordic Startup Awards will be announcing their finalists and they have several categories, categories ranging all from founder of the year to investor of the year, best newcomer to even co-working spaces and accelerator programs. There will be a lot of different awards uh, giving out, which will be further in the year. But on the 4th of July, the finalists uh, will be announced. Yeah, that's right. We're going to find out of all the nominations just who it is that will uh, be going forwards and be eventually awarded in each category. One of the things that's interesting about the Nordic Startup Awards is actually a branch of something called the Global Startup Awards. And uh, this is the element of uh, startups that are happening in the Nordic area. But you don't have to be from the Nordics to nominate a startup as long as the startup actually uh, is Nordic. Yeah. So it's uh, will be you get a slightly different perspective to what we just see in our little bubble here in the in the Nordics because the voting was open to the entire world. Which is interesting. And also it makes sense to the type of people who are already placed in the jury. Because people who are part of the jury are from United Kingdom, the US, Germany, South Africa, even Colombia and for some reason, they've chosen a jury fully, fully male, which is uh, oh remarkable. It does not seem very 2018 to it's me. Not what I would expect from uh, startups, very forward-looking, and it's kind of a surprise to me yeah. that they neglected to. But with that in mind, it is going to be interesting to see the startups and type of accelerators the the ones actually being nominated and the ones actually winning the programs, whether that would reflect a purely 100% male perspective as well. It certainly will be interesting to see that. Hopefully yeah. the range of uh, startups that are nominated show more of a balance on that front. Something very exciting that is happening in July is the International Joint Conference on Artificial Intelligence. That's so exciting. I'm personally very, very excited for that. Yeah, and it's being held from the 13th to the 19th of July, and this year it's in Stockholm. It's, uh, as I said, an international uh, conference. Last year it was in Melbourne, Australia. Next year it's going to be in Macau, China. It is a very international topic. And also very internationally important. So and relevant. Yeah, yes. it's very, very good that they, that they choose to move this thing around. So it's yeah. not just one part of the world really yeah. excelling in, in this area. Exactly. When you think of artificial intelligence, you tend to think of uh, you know the millennium forwards. But I mean, this uh, conference actually started in 1969 in California, which is early when you consider that AI research started in 1956. They were quite quick after that to actually start with con conferences. Yeah. I don't think that many people actually realize how old the concept of AI actually is. I think people see it more as a recent thing. I, d I, uh, I would agree with you. I so, think that so therefore, the fact that you just touched upon the fact that this conference is nearly as old as the concept of AI is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. And to be honest, make me it makes me slightly proud that someone's already that early on took responsibility enough to say let's do conferences and yeah. let's have conversations about this exactly. new area and next year will be the 50th year since it started so i can imagine that we're going to see some impressive things in china next year yeah 
One thing that I found interesting about AI, when we talk about how uh, people might not be aware, one of the things that I didn't know until I started to look into it was that AI, yes, it started in 1956. By the middle of the 1960s, the main interest and the main funding for AI was coming heavily funded from the US military. Mm. It was seen as something that would be very beneficial to the Department of Defense. Mm. When I found that out, like, I was a little bit shocked. I was a bit horrified that the first thought was, how can we use this to dominate or have power over others? Because that's what I think of when I see the militaries, that I think, okay, if they're suddenly very interested, then there's going to be like they're thinking of how to use it to hurt people or how to use it to like make themselves stronger against other people especially when i think about um the fact that jumping forward to to now to today google just released their ai guidelines yeah now we're looking at okay 40 50 years ahead of of them they have uh, had trouble Uh, with their own employees in the past because they were working with the Pentagon and the Department of Defense to develop weaponry using AI. Mm -hmm. And the employees were not happy and they put their foot down and Google announced, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. And they even, uh, in their new AI guidelines, have said, we will not ever work with developing weaponry. Well, let's... uh, I'm just being slightly critical here. Um... I love for that to be true for Google, but let's just see whatever will happen well, further on. Exactly. But the whole thing that, that you are sort of talking about now that is shocking you is not... Maybe I am slightly more cynical than you are, but it, it is not shocking me at all. It makes perfect sense in my head that the military would, would want to discover these kind of things and would want to see how they could gain the upper hand. Because I think that's just how that whole world has always has always been working like that and i think it just it just does not surprise me at all but at the same time i'm very happy to see how things could then you took it f- forward to today really yeah, exactly which is very interesting cuz cuz it has changed and this is something we tend to forget in in tech oriented businesses in general that we the people do have the power the people do have the power to say you know what this is not okay although by the end of the day it is the big businesses who make the decisions but they will often do it on on behalf of the value set of of uh, of people if there is a general appeal to yeah to to work more value-based as it tend to be nowadays is even very f- much focused on the millennials, how they choose their jobs in general from from a more more uh, value perspective mm-hmm. than than what people might have done ten or twenty years ago. Yeah, and definitely before that as well. Yeah, I do hear what you're saying, and I do agree with the uh, with your feelings about how we have at least come a long way from that uh, culture that we had back in under the fifties and sixties. Not not long after a world war, yeah, and still a lot of uh, international conflict going on at that time as well, and afterwards and a, in the and US. therefore a different kind of need to be able to yeah. focus on and that. the and the national and international uh, mindset of having a strong military. So I do understand that. I am very grateful that we are not 
in that time anymore. I do have to say one positive thing about that is that that created uh, a lot of funding to something that might otherwise maybe have not taken off if it had happened in a different time. But or at least taken way longer. Yeah. So we might not be the where we are today exactly. without that funding. And but the same, of course, with the internet, which was also originally uh, an invention from within the the U.S. military. This is true. Uh, so I am grateful for that, and I am grateful for where we've come. But I do think, just like you, that it's on us to always question every development that comes from uh, from people smarter than us is what I want to say. But I mean, from the uh, science and technology, especially AI and robotics world, that we shouldn't just take everything at face value. And we should always be very open to being able to understand and therefore discuss why we are doing things. I absolutely agree. These discussions are so important, which again takes us back to this whole conference of AI. Like yeah. it, it honestly makes me so proud that that back then, for as from my perspective, mm. a responsibility was taking us to do conferences about it and have those talks about it from yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. I'm sure that the conferences back then were way more technical. Mm. But still, once you start a conversation, you it opens up to question things. And in general, in technology, you should not just always make things just because you can. Exactly. Sometimes you you need to question, is this, if we make this product, if we make this solution, if we create these things, what doors do we open? And is that where we want our future society to head towards? Is that where we want humankind to go down that road? Or what is it actually we want to create? These are all topics that I think they will be discussing um, during the uh, AI conference. It'll be a mixture of where we're at, where what research is new and what research is happening, and also the ethical side of, the, as you say, the implications of that research. Yeah, it'll be very, very interesting. And uh, that brings us forward to when we're back after the summer holiday. We will, uh, in South Scandinavian business, there will be articles throughout uh, the whole of July. But in August, the um, theme of the month will be AI. So we will be writing about what's happening in the AI area in general yeah. and everything from cleaning robots to the psychotic AI version, Norman. Oh, and yeah. there are so many things happening in the fields. Again, back to the question, just because we can create this, should we really? So we'll uh, touch upon some extraordinary creations that are quite questionable whether they it will be a good thing or not if they exist. That will be the focus of the month in August. So there are a lot of great things to look forward to. And then we have a massive oil uh, conference in Stavanger in Norway we'll be covering and Copenhagen Fashion Week on the week to come in August we'll be inviting the sustainability expert Kim Gerlach who will be talking about and reflecting on the Copenhagen Fashion Week and comparing that with actually other fashion weeks and in particular the German Berlin Fashion Week because Berlin Fashion Week is known to be very focused on sustainability and it will be an interesting talk to see whether or not how well Copenhagen Fashion Week lives up to some of the same values that, that seems to be more normalized in today's society. Yeah, so there's a lot to look forward to. 
There is um, indeed. Uh, and we will be back. We'll be back and we want to wish you all a very lovely summer. Have a wonderful July and don't forget to keep checking in on www.insidescandinavianbusiness.com. There will still be articles throughout all of July and we look forward to being back in the studio in August. The Week to Come is brought to you by Inside Scandinavian Business.